Hello, everybody, and welcome along to another episode of the Lights Out F1 podcast. We're very excited for this one because uh, the 2022 season uh, starts this Sunday. We've obviously put out our Bahrain Grand Prix preview yesterday. Go and check that one out after you've listened to this, of course. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Joshua Fletcher, Callum M., who for some reason is in a circle. Um, audio listeners probably won't be able to, to understand what that means. Um, and then we've also got uh, Callum Owen over there as well. Um, we're going to be going through and making our predictions for the 2022 season. Season. Uh, we did this last year. It was the first time the four of us had met. Um, probably a little bit more awkward last year than it is this year. We all kind of know each other after a year of doing this together. So uh, there might be a bit more debate and a bit more controversy uh, than there was last year, especially um, after the the, uh, the liveries debate that we had the other week. Um, the way this is going to work is uh, same as the liveries uh, podcast. If you listen to that, um, is we've all, all four of us have put in our predictions of where we think all the drivers will finish from one to twenty. Um, I've then uh, whacked that into a spreadsheet and come out with kind of an average finishing position um, for all the drivers, and we'll go through in reverse order uh, where we think collectively the four will finish, and then we'll also you know get from you know the, the other guys and myself where they think they'll finish. Um, so yeah, it should be a good good episode, good bit of debate. There's some that that really do need debating, and there's some that definitely don't um, in terms of the fact we've just all agreed on where everyone will finish um so let's get straight into it let's get into last place first of all in the drivers championship um and collectively we've gone with the rookie Guan Yu Zhou um he he's going to be finishing 20th according to us um myself Callum O and Callum M all put him 20th um but Joshua you've gone with Guan Yu Zhou in 16th in his rookie season talk us through that one for me um I don't think the alphas look bad I mean once we get to constructors you'll probably see where I've put them on the average of of it. I know he's a rookie, it's, it's a lot to ask, but Sonoda didn't do badly in his rookie season at a sort of midfield team. I think that's about where Alfa Romeo would be this year. And I think I think there's cars worse than than his. So I, I think he's got a decent chance of of not, not being brilliant, but I don't think he'll be anywhere near the bottom three. And uh, Callum M, you, you seemed a little bit confused by that. Obviously, myself, you and, and Callum o all put him last in the championship. Um, well, what do you think to, to Joshua's prediction there? And, and why have you got him last? I don't know what Josh is talking about at all, to be perfectly honest. Um, <laughs> Alfa Romeo don't look that good uh, in testing. Uh, but the main reason is, Joao, he could be a great driver. We just don't know anything about him. He's a bit of an unknown quantity uh, on this grid. And his, his junior career... It wasn't that great. A lot of people have compared him to Latifi, and he's not been particularly great the last, last couple of years. So, yeah, it's a perfect storm, really, just to put him last. Yeah. Mm. Well, he had uh, three years, I think, in Formula 2, um, and obviously came, has come up this year and, and got his drive. Didn't win the championship either last year. It was Oscar, Oscar Piastri that won it, um, and he's been a member of the Alpine Academy for, for quite some time. But, yeah, always been you know up there in F2 towards the front, but it hasn't won the championship and, and challenged for it last year, but Piastri did kind of run away with it in the end, so it wouldn't be a surprise to see him dead last this season. Uh, next up in 19th, we've gone with Nicholas Latifi. Um, I don't think much needs to be discussed on this one, just, just a pretty average season for him in, in a Williams that isn't probably going to be that competitive. Um, so we've all got him 19th. Uh, I put him 18th. Joshua put him last in the championship. Uh, Callum O put him 18th and Callum M put him 19th. So I think uh, one of the four of us will probably be right with that one. Uh, in 18th, we've gone with his teammate, Alex Albon, who obviously showed plenty of potential um while he was at Red Bull, um, I've gone for 19th. Joshua and Callum M have gone for 17th. Uh, Callum O has put uh, Alex Albon in 16th, uh, the highest of all of us. 
Um, what makes you think Albon's gonna gonna kind of be the best of the rest, kind of down at the bottom? Yeah, I, I think I think eighteen for really harsh. To be fair, I don't think um, I don't think the Williams have set the world alight by any means, but I still think they've they've looked decent. They're very happy with the running, very um, happy with the way Albon's uh, performed for them in the two preseason tests. But I don't think the Williams will be a part of the midfield. I still think they're a way off that, but I do expect that he'll be one of the sort of best of the Class C drivers alongside probably Valtteri Bottas and the Alfa Romeo. And uh, Albon's as well has got experience at Red Bull, um, which, which will probably be valuable for him to, to take into Williams and, and improve, hopefully improve Nicholas Latifi, who's been pretty average for, for two or three seasons now. Um, if we go to the 17th, this is one that we, that we need to spend a bit of time talking about. We've gone with uh, Mick Schumacher. Um, we've got him 17th overall in the standings. That's where I put him. Uh, Callum O put him 18th. Uh, sorry, 19th, and Callum M put him 18th. Joshua, you've gone with 13th for Mick Schumacher this season. What on earth is making you think that? I've just... I, I do regret some of these now, reading them back. I think there'll be one or two shocks this season. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the, the recency testing bias, but the Haas didn't look awful. They were putting some decent performances in and uh, look, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's it's crazy, but I don't know. Like, I can see one or two shocks happening, and I mean, I'm, I know I'm going to get slated for one of these predictions that I think will get an audible gasp from some of you later on. But um, I don't know. Let's let let's let's have some fun. Let's think. Let's hope for some shocks. And why can't you make a finish thirteenth? I don't, I don't know. Well, well, you you were the uh, predictions champion last year, Joshua. So there's, there's no reason uh, why you can't go and do it again, and, and that could be a bold prediction. Um, Callum, M, I think Schumacher certainly has the potential to finish 13th in the championship if his Haas car is competitive enough. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would actually. I don't think Josh is uh, as as mad as maybe we think he is. I think that's actually quite right. We don't know how Haas are going to perform. You know, they didn't do a lot in testing. What they did do uh, was actually quite good. And I do think they're in for a much better season than last season. And Mick is a good driver. So it, it is possible. I think I've just, I think the rest of us just, we've leaned on the side of caution here. But, uh, you know, I'd love to see him 13th. And we all would. He looks like a very promising driver. So. And we'll come to you next, Calamo, to, uh, to talk about his teammate, Kevin Magnussen, because you've ranked him the, the lowest of all of us. We've got him 16th, um, beating, obviously, Mick Schumacher. Uh, in terms of Magnussen, I put him 13th, Joshua 14th, Callum M 15th. Calamo, you've got uh, Kevin Magnussen down in 17th. What was your thought process behind that? It, it's not a reflection on Magnussen, because I've put him to beat Schumacher. I think I think he'll be really valuable for Haas, just his experience, knows the team, he's a solid driver. I just haven't seen enough from Haas that's convinced me they won't be the ninth or tenth best car. Or, I mean, I will ruin my prediction later, but I have put them last. So I just don't, I don't think there's enough in that car to justify putting them thirteenth, as Josh did. But um, no, I think seventeenth is fair for Magnussen. Mm. And uh, the, the next man that we're going to talk about is somebody that was in a completely different position in all of our predictions last year. And that's understandable because he was driving for Mercedes. This year he's at Alfa Romeo and that's 14th. Uh, we've collectively gone with Valtteri Bottas. Callum M, you put him the lowest of all of us. You've put him down in 16th. Um, myself and Joshua have him 12th um, and Callum O in 14th. But but 16th for Bottas. Um, Callum M, what, what were you thinking behind that one? I think uh, Alfa are going to struggle this year a lot um, 
I don't know if they'll have the, the worst car necessarily, but I can't see them doing anything special. And Bottas is a, a much better driver than people give him credit for, but he's not a great overtaker. And he showed that at Mercedes. And I think that when you're at the back of the grid, you know, he needs to do a lot more overtaking. And if he's not going to be able to do it, then I think he's going to struggle. Um, I think he could finish 12th or 13th. I think that is entirely possible, but I, I just got a bad feeling about Alpha this year for some reason. Hmm. Well, in terms of my, my constructors prediction, I, I've gone with Bottas pretty much scoring every single one of Alpha's points this season. And that's why I've put him up in 12th and, and Joe down in last. Um, Joshua, what do you think about Valtteri Bottas this season? He was obviously Hamilton's teammate last year. He's going to be leading uh, Alfa Romeo this year. There's no doubt about that. What, what do you think he's, he's going to be like as a, uh, as a lead driver for, for Alfa Romeo? I think a relish the opportunity. Um, he sort of, I know Mercedes and Toto have said, oh, we've never had number one or number two drivers. He's obviously felt insignificant compared to, excuse me, compared to Lewis. Um, over those five seasons, six seasons they were together. Um, I don't know. I think I think he'll enjoy it, but it's sort of the luxury you have at Mercedes is you're always up there, but you're often on podiums and you're you're winning constructors championships for seven years in a row, whatever it was when he was there. Um, so I, th- I think he'll, he'll enjoy the opportunity of leading a team, but in a in a car that has been nowhere near what he's been used to for his time in F1. I think it's going to be a real a real struggle for him and probably won't enjoy the season as a whole. Hmm. I think it's uh, worth mentioning that I have just jumped straight to 14th from 16th. Um, in 15th, collectively, we had Lance Stroll, who I don't think we need to talk about too much. Um, I put in 14th, um, Joshua and Callum O put in 15th, and Callum M put in 13th. So uh, anywhere around 13th to 15th, I think would be fair for Lance Stroll. And then obviously uh, Bottas in 14th, as, as we've just discussed. Um, 13th, we've gone with Fernando Alonso. Um, I'll come straight to you again, Joshua. Um, because last year you said this was a waste of a seat. Um, are you still feeling the same about Fernando this year? You put him down in 18th. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a waste of a seat. I think he obviously, Alpine did quite well. He obviously, he got a lot of praise. I still would have preferred to see a, a younger driver in there. I don't know how how long he'll stay in this seat beyond this season. Um, I th- I don't know. Again, I I've got him down in eighteenth, which is 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 probably a mistake on my part again. Um, but I think I think we've got to see a big shock at some point. And I, I mean, it's not my wild wild prediction, but it is a wild prediction that I think Alpine will be like the big strugglers. Like they'll be like the big drop from from not a bad team to to struggling this season and. More in the mix of, of Williams and um, Haas than they were with um, Mercedes and Afatari, uh, not sorry, McLaren and Afatari. Sorry, so I don't know that's that's, that's it's a bold claim to presume that the Alpine will struggle and therefore so will Alonso. But I mean, yeah, it's something something's got to give this season under all these new changes. And I've got him. I've got him down in fifteenth myself. That's just because I think the the Alpine is going to be um, at the back of the midfield, and, and that's where probably Alonso will finish. And the Callums, you've both put him tenth in the championship. Callum, I'll come to you. Um, what were you thinking behind that? And and you obviously, I should massively disagree with Josh. You, you know, you've put him eight places higher than than Joshua has. I'd, I'd argue there's probably more thinking behind mine than Josh's because <laughs> I just I, I don't know. Eighteenth is. I, I can accept maybe 10 could be high, 
because we no one's truly sure of the Alpine package. No one's truly sure how good it is. I'm fairly confident it's not that bad. I just, I think, I don't expect them really to gain much. They've said they think they're closer to the front runners. Whether they are or not, will it be noticeably closer? No. So about 10th, which is where he finished last year, is about where I would expect to see him. Mm. I think the, the way our averages have balanced out, I think 13th for me, if if I had to change my prediction, I probably would have maybe put him around 13. I think 15th could be a little bit low. And if, if that Alpine is as bad as Josh is, is suggesting it is, then I still don't think he'll be finishing 18th. I still, still think he'll be able to get the most out of that. But um, let's talk about his teammate, Esteban Ocon. We've got him 12th collectively. Joshua was putting down in 19th um, this time. Um, so Callum M, let, let's get your reaction to that one. <laughs> Sorry, Matt, Matt, sorry, just please repeat that. 19th. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Esteban Ocon. Um, I mean, look, I don't want to insinuate that, um, you know, Josh has been smoking some random substances, but, you know, <laughs> what the heck are you thinking, man? 19th. I've got a 9th. I've got a 9th. I don't know what you're... Honestly, I don't know what you're smoking. Um, I think Alpine are going to have a decent season. I think they're going to be the best of the midfield. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm baffled by that. I think he's had a great year last year, and I think he'll do. Uh, and I think he just he'll get better this year. But I'm sorry, yeah. Can we can we go can we go to Josh, please? That's yeah, of course. <laughs> Straight to you, mate. Um, I don't know what I I can say that I haven't already said. I just. I, I have a bad feeling about the Alpine this season. I, I think, I just think they'll be the big strugglers, and I think Ocon will will suffer from it. I don't, I don't know. It's just an instinctual feeling that they'll they'll be those bottom three. Maybe eighteenth is a bit harsh. Nineteenth, uh, sorry for Esteban, is a bit harsh, but um, maybe slightly, slightly harsh. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe we can revise this uh, uh, during the. During the summer break, and, nope. and I might I might rethink my, <laughs> nope. my predictions, but um, it is it is a bold call, but I don't know. Gut, gut says he'll be he'll be further down there than, than nearer the top. And um, have you seen anything that can can justify Josh's predictions? I mean, you've got him twelfth, I've got him sixteenth, which again probably is a little bit harsh. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> um, <laughs> even sixteenth very low. It's, it's a very bold prediction. And if Alpine have a shocking year, Josh will look like a genius. However, I don't think there's much chance of that happening. I, I don't think they're going to fall off that badly. You, no, Josh is wrong. In, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a line, Josh flat, is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think Josh will probably hold his hands up and take that. But um, yeah. It's kind of 2v2 here, me, me and Josh thinking Alpine, you know, I don't think they'll have a catastrophic year that Josh thinks they'll have, but we obviously don't think they'll have a, a good as year as, as maybe, you know, the two Callums are expecting. So it's it's the Callums versus everybody else on this one. And I think at the end of the season, we'll, we'll come back and discuss that. And I'm sure it's going to be referenced throughout the season um, as well. Let, let's move on from Alpine. Um, let's move on to Alpha Tauri and uh, Yuki Sonoda in his second season in F1. We've got him combined um, in 11th. Um, that's where I put him. Joshua, you put him 10th. Um, Callum O, you put him uh, 13th. But Callum M, you've got him lowest down in 14th. Um, my thinking behind it was, you know, Sonoda building on last season and, and having a, a slightly better season. 
Um, but Callum Emmy does seem to agree you've got him down in 14th this year. Yeah, I, I feel this is the Matt and Josh versus the Callum's podcast this stage. <laughs> like, what is going on? Um, yeah, I mean, the Alpha Tauri car's not going to be any better than sixth or seventh on the grid. And by that logic, I don't think he's going to be better than either Aston Martin driver uh, or either Alpine or Gatto's teammate Gasly. So yeah, I think he, he he could definitely improve from last season. He, he wasn't. He was okay last season. He crashed a lot. He did show like a lot of raw pace, I guess. So, yeah, I just think he's going to, I think he'll be better than like the the back markers, but I don't think he's going to be challenging in the midfield too much. Um, Joshua, you've got him as the 10th best driver in the world. So let's talk talk us through that one. Um, I, I don't know whether this is a bit of, Drive to Survive tinted glasses. I just really enjoyed his episode. Um, I think it's it's not a bad car. Obviously, it's it's not the sister team of Red Bull, um, but there's there's some sort of influence there, and I think that's fair. I don't. I think there's. I don't know. I just think there's cars worse. I'm not saying that the drivers below him in my rankings are. Are worse than him. There's, there's a couple that I think are, are definitely better, but I don't know. I, I just think being in that car sort of elevates you one or two positions, like against drivers better than you. Um, I think it's it's a fair average. I think for him, and I think I think he he's learned more now. So I think maybe hopefully some less crashes for Yuki. Hmm. I think with us, I think for me, Alpha, Alpha Terry should be aiming for for fifth in the championship as a minimum and. I guess your drivers, you want them to be finishing around 10th, 11th, 12th, if if that's where you're going to finish it, you know, overall. So I think it's uh, a fair a fair call from probably everybody overall, but I, I can't see him, um, you know, doing as badly as 14th. I think he finished, I'm not sure, I think he finished higher than that last season or, or maybe a, around there. Um, but yeah, 14th, maybe a bit too low, but I think 10th, maybe too optimistic. I think I'm right with 11th and that's what I put in there. Um, let's move on to Sebastian Vettel. Um, last year, I probably made howler of the season with this one. Um, I predicted him to finish fifth in the Aston Martin, if, if you'll recall that one. Um, this year, we've got him a combined 10th. We've mainly agreed on him. Um, it was me that put him 10th. Uh, Joshua and Callum O, you've both put him 11th. Um, Callum M, you've put him 12th. Don't, don't think we need to, to, to dwell too much on this one. Um, I think it's just going to be another kind of average season for, for Sebastian Vettel. Um, let's move on then to the top 10 inside the top 10 uh, we've got at ninth we've got uh, Sonoda's teammate we've got Pierre Gasly um, put him ninth overall all of us put him ninth about, apart from Callum M you put him 11th um, and we've all sang Pierre Gasly's praises recently but um, Callum I'll come to you on this one because we've not heard from you for a little while um, what do you think of that one is, is Pierre Gasly 11th place material or, or is ninth a bit more fair I mean it, do, it does really depend on the car that AlphaTauri give him, and all sort of indications from testing were that it, it'll be a good car. So I do expect to see him like ahead, ahead of 10th place Alonso by some way, like we saw last year, and more pushing up to that group of sort of the back of that top eight, the McLarens, Ferraris, Red Bull, Mercedes, and whatever order you've got them. Um, so yeah, I think ninth for Pierre Gasly is fair. So two, sort of the best out of the midfield and then just off the front running cars. Callum, man, what was your thinking behind 11th for, for Gasly? I mean, to be fair, I could easily have put him ninth. It was splitting hairs between 
Uh, I had Ocon, Alonso, Gasly in 9th, 10th, 11th. It was splitting hairs between the three of them. Um, if he finishes ninth, fair play to you guys. I've just put him in 11th, but on another day, I, I might have put him ninth. Uh, I, I, yeah, I've really rated him as a driver. I'm more curious about where he's going to move after this season. I can't see him staying at AlphaTauri for much longer. Whether he'll go back to Red Bull, I hope not. Whether he'll maybe go to Mercedes to replace Hamilton, I don't know, but yeah. I think the uh, the interesting thing about Drive to Survive was when they labelled Pierre Gazzi as an, as an experienced race winner. Um, I think there probably should have been a comma in there. Experienced driver and a one-time race winner. Um, but obviously he showed how good he was that, that afternoon in, in Monza as well. Um, let's move on then to the, the front runners, I suppose, um, because I think this top eight, depending on how the cars perform in Bahrain, could kind of be in any order. Um, but we'll go to uh, eighth, first of all, which is Daniel Ricciardo. Um, all of us have uh, backed him to uh, finish eighth and to outperform um, Lando Norris, uh, which means we've got Norris in seventh overall. Um, so, Joshua, let's talk about McLaren. Um, you still think Norris ha- will have the better Ricciardo this season? Um, yeah, I, I think I think it'd be a lot closer, I think. He's probably more used to the car than he was. He sort of took a while to get into the swing of it. Um, as we saw, he, he struggled a bit last season. Um, but they've both come out and said that their relationship is is fine. It's not what's been construed in the media. So I, th- I think a year's teammates behind them. It's it's a good car. I just, I can't see it competing as um, against the, the other three this season. Um and I, th- I think they're two good drivers. I think sort of bottom middle is is fair. They'll probably get a couple of handful of results, um, decent results, probably some podiums with some uh, on some crazy days. But I, I I think they're they're the best of the rest, but the worst of the top four. Mm-hmm. And uh, Calamo, we'll come to you because uh, you almost, well, it's you that's, that's ruined the McLaren clean sweep here. All of us put uh, Ricardo eighth and all of us put Norris, Norris seventh, apart from you. You've gone for him in sixth. Um, what made you put, put him into that top six? Just, I think, purely based on the form we saw from him, especially the first half last year. The second half, he wasn't a good, the team struggled. So I think and it sort of negates some of it. I just think if McLaren give him a car that's somewhat competitive, he will get good results in it. It's his fourth year with the team, fourth year as an F1 driver. He's not he's not the new kid on the block anymore. He's a, he a Formula 1 driver and he's very good at it. And I think he will be ahead of maybe a car that you wouldn't expect him to be. Um, and for you, Callum M, do you think McLaren are going to be, you know, kind of uh, the best of the rest in terms of top of the midfield, but but not quite competitive enough with, with the front runners? I mean, I can definitely see them winning a race or two and getting on the podium a few times, but testing hasn't been all that great. It looks like Ferrari, Mercedes and Red Bull are ahead of them. Uh, and in regards to Ricardo, obviously he's missed out a lot of testing because he had COVID. And I think he'll start the season a bit slower. I think they'll grow into it again. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, fourth best is what they'll finish up in the end. But yeah, I think they, 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 can def- they can definitely get a win this season. Mm. And then uh, moving on from McLaren, um, in terms of the top three teams, uh, let's go to next in sixth. Uh, collectively, we've got Sergio Perez in that position. Sorry, Callum. Um, myself and Joshua both put him fifth. Callum O put him down in seventh. Um, and Callum M put him at sixth. Um, 
let's come to you, Calamo. I assume you just think Norris is, is a better driver than Perez, and, and that's the reason you put him there rather than have, having a better car, you know, a better yeah. car than I just think Perez, if it is as competitive between the Red Bulls, Ferraris, and Mercedes, Perez could quite quickly, if he doesn't start well, find himself as a very, very clear second driver, and that will impact his race results in terms of strategy, having to move over for Max. And yeah, I just think maybe he could struggle a little bit. And I think he'll find himself just behind Lando. Although I wouldn't be surprised to see him higher. It's just that's my gut feeling is that Lando will be slightly ahead of Perez. And uh, Callum, what about you? Um, obviously, he's your man, uh, Sergio Perez. I'm surprised to not see him first in your, in your rankings this year. I can't remember where you had him last year, but I think it was also still um, fairly high. But you've got him down in sixth this year. Talk, talk us through that one. I mean, I have to look at this objectively. And I think of the kind of big three teams and the big six drivers, I think objectively he's probably the weakest. Uh, he is one of the most experienced and that will play in his favour. But I just think if if the Ferrari, as, as kind of Owen pretty much summed it up perfectly, if the Ferrari and Mercedes are on the same level as Red Bull, he's going to get kind of swamped down. Red Bull will focus on Max and therefore Checo is going to be in trouble. Uh, and to be honest, sixth isn't a bad, if that is the case, sixth isn't a bad position to finish in. Very reminiscent of when Mark Webber was at the team, he would usually finish sort of fourth between fourth and sixth, depending on what the season was. So uh, yes, obviously I want him to win, of course, but I, I just know that's not going to happen. So. And then moving on to um, fifth place collectively, we have Carlos Sainz. Um, I've put him fourth. Joshua's put him sixth. Um, the two Callums have both put him fifth. I think for me, that Ferrari is going to be um, a lot closer to the Red Bull and, and the Mercedes last year than it has been before. Um, Joshua, you've got you've got Sainz down in sixth. Um, what, what was you thinking behind that one? Do you think maybe Ferrari won't be as competitive with Red Bull as Mercedes as, as maybe I'm thinking they will be? No, not at all. I, I think the Ferrari look, look good. I... I don't want to say the Red Bull look... I think the Red Bull look the best, which is the only reason I've gone for Perez over Sainz. Uh, but I think I think as echoing what the Cadlams have said, I, I think Perez is the, is the weakest out of those six. But I've only got him fifth because I think the Red Bull at the moment looks like the best car. Um, so I think he'll edge it... He could edge signs, but only just if he does. But I don't think he's a better driver than Science Norris, or, or probably going further down to Ricardo either. Mm. Let's move on to his teammate Charles Leclerc, because one of them, one of us, has him down as the world champion uh, for this year, and that is Callum M. Um, so Callum M, you've got Leclerc in, in first in in your rankings. Um, have you put him there to be different, or do you think he's going to finish there? And, and what role will Carlos Sainz ha- having that happening? Do you think obviously you put Sainz in fifth? Uh, okay, so it's a bit of both. I I didn't want to be a, a cliche and put Max first, which is what I'm going to guess all of you have put. Well, apart from Josh, he's probably put Lewis first because of <laughs> obvious reasons. Um, the Ferrari does look really quick and they are overdue uh, a world champ. They haven't won, a driver hasn't won the championship in a Ferrari since 2007 with Kimi Raikkonen. They haven't won the constructors since 2008. They're kind of overdue a champion. And last year they improved a lot uh, to get to third overall. And testing looks very promising. And I just, I feel that things are coming together here. And I think 
Charles could could have a mega season. The reason he's ahead of science, science is always a bit unlucky, I feel. And even though science finished ahead of Leclerc last season, I think it could be the other way around this time around. I could be completely wrong. Carlos Science could win the championship and Leclerc could have all the bad luck. But I do think this could be Ferrari's year. Calamo, uh, Leclerc versus Verstappen versus Hamilton potentially for the title, Red Bull versus Ferrari versus Mercedes. How, how mouth-watering does that sound? Oh, it's fantastic. That's like the big three in F1 in terms of drivers and in terms of teams and on form. I'd, I think it'll be, whether it'll be that close all the way through the season, I'd like to say, I'd like to sit here and say it'll be competitive all the way through and it'll be trading wins every week. But I'd imagine at points in the season, there will be a team and a driver that breaks away. I mean, but I think that's what a sort of lineup that is. The three best drivers on the grid fighting for the world title. Mm, I think it would uh, it would be uh, pretty unbelievable, to be fair, but also not unbelievable because uh, we know how good the three cars have been after testing. I think for me, I think Mercedes are going to get their act together. As, as I said yesterday, if, if Mercedes are as, as slow as they say they are in testing, then there's no reason why Charles de Clare can't, can't be world champion. Um, this year. Um, Joshua, how would it make you feel to, to see Charles Leclerc win, win the World Championship? Um, I, I think you have, to, you have to like and respect Ferrari as a motorsport institution. Um, I don't know, I'm, I'm warming more to Leclerc and Ferrari sort of as, as time goes on, obviously. I always saw them as, as a rival to to um, to the teams I liked at the time. I obviously have had a bit of a drop, but they've still been super competitive. Um, I mean, the Hamilton and Vettel battles were, I mean, some of the biggest memories I have of, of sort of F1. Um, so good to see them. But I think, I think he's a very good driver. I wouldn't be shocked if he, if he wins multiple races this season and gets, gets a ton of podiums, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Cool. Next up, we've gone with uh, one of the new boys in the top teams. Um, in uh, fourth overall, we've gone with George Russell. Um, I've put him in sixth. The rest of you have put him in fourth. Um, Callum O, I'll throw this one over to you. George Russell, fourth best driver on the grid this year for you. Yeah, I just think he'll be sort of the best, the rest behind that, that top three. Very talented driver and what I'd imagine will soon be a very good car when it's the, the issues are ironed out. I'd argue the bigger question is why have you got him in sixth? I, I think, uh, well, mainly because I think Mercedes will prioritise Hamilton um, if, if they're in a position where they're going for the World Championship um, and he could be in, in a bit of a perilous situation. There's no reason why he couldn't finish fourth. Um, but I think Mercedes will prioritise Hamilton in a championship fight because, you know, I think Hamilton, this could be probably his last season uh, that we see of him in the sport. So I think it also he's got a, a year to get used to being in a top team Um which might not take him too long to adjust to. We obviously saw him asking a lot of questions um, when he took the seat in Bahrain, but there's no reason why he couldn't finish fourth. But I just think Mercedes will prioritise Hamilton and Russell will probably take a year year to get up to scratch in that car, to be fair. Um, in terms of third, we've gone with uh, Charles Leclerc, so we don't need to talk about him. We, we've kind of already discussed that. Um, Callum M, could, could you see George Russell challenging that third spot at all? Oh, absolutely. Like, to, to be perfectly honest, the top six is very interchangeable. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, as I said, yeah, got him in fourth. Could he beat 
Lewis, maybe. I don't know. I don't think he will, but I think he'll he'll run him very close. And yeah, can't see him beating Max. And then yeah, he could beat both Ferraris, he could beat Sergio. So yeah, third is possible. And let's talk about our top two for the season then. Um, it's probably the same as, as last season, if, if you averaged out all, all of our predictions. Um, in second, we've got Max Verstappen. Um, you will put him second. Um, I've put him first to win the championship. Um, and I have literally just changed that in the last five minutes. It was Hamilton first, but I thought I'd, I'd, I'd be different and put, put Verstappen first and, and back him to, to do it once again. Um, and I simply think because... That's because Mercedes may lag behind in the first few races, and, and that could be where the titles won and lost if it, if it takes them too long to get up, up to speed. Um, Joshua, you said last year there's no way Max wins the title in the Red Bull. That's happened. Will it happen again? No. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I was I was what a dodgy decision away from being absolutely correct because Mercedes won the constructors' championship. And controversial opinion, Max bottles it in the last five races. Um, and it was given to him on a silver platter. And I think it's going to make Lewis and Toto and Mercedes and now by association, George, far more hungry to, to silence the doubters. I think I've seen a lot of people say Hamilton's past it. It's not going to be, he's not going to win another one. And I think he's probably got the most desire he's ever had, quite simply. I mean, it was it was robbed from him. No, not robbed from him. He he lost it, um, lost it at the final stages once, and he came back and won it. And he's going to do the same thing. I I don't know. I've, I I don't know if Max is going to get a bit arrogant and cocky. And the the number one thing Lewis never done it, and it served him well. I I it, there just seems to be a bit of an arrogance there, and that I don't know. We'll we'll see. But I think I think it'll be very close. It won't be as close as last time. Um, but I think I think Hamilton wins it by less than fifty points. But, but Hamilton wins it. Alamo, what about yourself? Uh, it was you that, that called. We'd have a very close championship last year. Can you see the same happening this year? You obviously gone with Lewis as well as, as Joshua. I don't. I don't think it'll be as close as last year. I don't think we'll ever see a world championship quite as close as that again. Or certainly not for a long time. I just think I think there's there's more positives for Mercedes and Lewis than there is Max and Red Bull. I think they have the stronger car now down on Red Bull, but I think Mercedes will get that car working and when it works, it will be a monster. I think Red Bull developed their 2021 car for a lot longer than Mercedes. So I think Mercedes will be ahead in that regard in terms of development. I think Lewis, as Joshua said, will be incredibly motivated as will the rest of the team. I do genuinely think this is this could well be the best version of Lewis if if he's up for it. And I just think that will edge him out the title. Not by a big margin, probably like Josh said, about no one 50 points. He won't have it wrapped up by USA as he sort of had a bit of a phase of doing. But I do think he'll have it done by a big margin. Callum M, you're sitting nervously up there. You've got him in third this season, Lewis Hamilton. Um, talk us through that one. I mean, yeah, he could easily win it. You know, as, as I said before, this is all just interchangeable. But I mean, the, yeah, the point kind of has been made when Lewis has lost titles before, he's come back even stronger the following year. You know, lost out in 2007 by one point and then won it the following season. 
And uh, same goes with when Rosberg won in 2016. He really kind of roared back and won it in 2017. So, yeah, he could easily do the same. I, I still think he's the best driver on the grid. But is that Mercedes car going to be good enough? Or have Red Bull and indeed Ferrari sort of jumped them? Um, I think they'll do their usual thing when Mercedes start off a bit slow and then get better as the season goes on. But if Red Bull and Ferrari can keep ahead or just keep level, then I think they'll see him off for the title. And uh, Joshua, the last one, the drivers, you know, it's going to be, it's pretty clear that we've got Leclerc, Verstappen and, and Hamilton in our top three in, in various orders. Could you see anybody else sneaking in there? Um, no, I think it's, although he looked very good, in the car when he's raced it before, it's probably a season too early for for George. Um, and I think those three are are clear. Um, if, if anyone comes and disrupts that three, it would be George Russell. But I, no, no I, I can't see anyone but, but, but Hamilton or Verstappen, to be honest, winning it. Mm. I think even George, uh, even Charles at some point will, will drop off and it will, it will go back to that that duel between Max and Lewis. Well, it's certainly going to be interesting and, uh, and we can't wait to see what happens. Um, in terms of our final order, um, we had obviously showing last and it was Latifi, Albon, Schumacher, Magnussen and Stroll down to 15th. Uh, from 15th down to 10th, we had Bottas, uh, Alonso, Ocon, Sonoda, Vettel. Ninth down to 5th was Gasly, Ricardo, Norris, Perez and Sainz. And then our top four, uh, Hamilton first, then Verstappen, Leclerc and Russell. Uh, so that's the way that we think the Drivers' Championship is going to pan out. There's obviously a Constructors' Championship to be won. Uh, that wins you money and wind tunnel time as well. Um, in terms of that, we'll have a quick chat about where, where we think uh, each of our Constructors are going to finish. Um, overall, we have Alfa Romeo finishing last. Um, all of us put them... Um, towards the bottom, uh, apart from Joshua, as usual. Um, I put them 10th, Callum O put them 9th, and Callum M also put them 10th. Joshua, you've got the Alphas in 6th. Yeah, um, again, it's it's not a great car, but I think, as has been said before, their points will come from Bottas, and he's a better driver, I think, than, than any of the, uh, than all but one of the, of the teams I've got below. So, yeah, I, th- I think it'll, it'll drag them higher up than they probably deserve to be. Calamo, can, can Alfa Romeo finish sixth with all their points coming from one driver? No, I think, I, I think Barca will drag them up. I don't think anyone can drag an Alfa Romeo up to sixth purely on his own. I just, um, I put them ninth purely. I think Bottas can drag them ahead of Hats. And maybe ahead of Williams, I think that could that could change. But um, no, it's ninth for me, and tenth overall is it's not unfair. Hmm. I think the reason I've got them then, probably Callum M as well, is because they had a pretty shocking test. Um, you know, a lot of time was spent in the garage, um, and obviously we've also talked about Guan Yu Zhou and, and, and it being his first year in Formula One in a difficult first year, where surely all he has to do is learn, um, and probably won't be expected to to you know set the world alight. Um, next up in ninth, we have Williams. I uh, don't think we need to discuss this one too much. Um, we've all got them down there. Um, three of us have got him eighth. That's myself, Joshua and Callum O. Callum M's put them ninth. Um, so I think it's, it is going to be a bottom three of Williams, Alpine and Haas. Uh, we have Haas overall in seventh. 
Um, and that's probably down to the fact that myself, Joshua and Callum put them in seventh, seventh and eighth. Um, Callum O, you've got Haas dead last. No improvement um, from last year in terms of their finishing position for you. I think that'll be an improvement on track. I just, I, um, it's the same thing. They didn't have the best. They had a, well, a shocking Barcelona. Bahrain was better. There was a lot of lot of um, things made about Magnussen going fastest and Schumacher going second fastest on the last two days. I think with that extra track time on a clear track in the perfect conditions of Bahrain, they're nothing more than glory runs that mm-hmm. paid off for them. I I think they'll be a lot closer and 10th could be harsh, but I couldn't justify really any higher than 10th or maybe 9th. And then in terms of uh, next up in uh, 10th, 9th, 8th, 7th, we have uh, Alpine. Um, and that's probably because of myself and Joshua that, that have dragged that one down. Um, the two Callums have them fifth. Uh, I have them ninth and Joshua has them tenth. Um, Joshua, have you got anything else to add on, on Alpine that you haven't already mentioned? No, no, I, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to avoid, I want to avoid any more. Any more uh, slander? So no, let's <laughs> let, let's leave them at tenth and say that, that might be the one regret of this predictions episode. <laughs> I think uh, my justification for it is is you sent me your predictions first, then I did mine, and then the two <laughs> Callum sent me theirs this afternoon. So I think I was influenced too much by your predictions. I think I probably would have had them sixth or seventh if if I didn't see yours first. Um, and, and I, I kind of trusted you because, huh? I'll caveat mine by saying I was influenced more by Will Buxton's tweet than, than like, <laughs> that's true, like, yeah. expert knowledge of, of testing. So, yeah. We'll... I, I also thought that you were the prediction champion as well last year, so I thought I'd better <laughs> kind of go close to him. Um, whereas uh, <laughs> Callum Ebb, you obviously, it's quite clear you're not impressed. Um, the, the, the audio mm. listeners won't be able to see that you're not impressed, but, but you can tell them how unimpressed you are now. Well, I just don't understand it. Like, yeah, like if you've put them like, Seven for eight. Like, okay, that that's fine. I can understand that. But like, which 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 did you have a ninth or tenth? Sorry, I, I misheard that. Gosh, tenth, me ninth. You well, you really think they're going to do worse than Williams, Alpha, and Haas? I can't. <laughs> I, I can't see that. They won a race last year. <laughs> I'm I'm blaming Joshua for my prediction. <laughs> then you can't get out of this. <laughs> you're, 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 your own, you're your own man, Matt. Okay, you've made your choice. <laughs> I, I should have, I should have, either just done it off off a blank page and, and just done my predictions before looking at any of yours. Um, well, before looking at Joshua's, um, and I'm going to completely blame him again at the end of the season. But if Alpine um, do uh, finish ninth, then I will be taking 100% credit for it. Um, <laughs> let's move on from Alpine um, to Aston Martin, who we have overall in sixth. Um, I put them sixth. Uh, Joshua eighth, two columns seventh. I think it's going to be kind of another average middle of the midfield season for, for Aston Martin. I don't think there's too much more we need to need to say than that. If if I'm completely honest, um, fifth out for Tauri. Um, I said that, that that's where they should be aiming for earlier on. Uh, myself and Joshua both put them sixth. Sick. Uh, the two, uh, sorry, myself and Joshua put them fifth. Two columns put them sixth. Um, and overall, they've come out in fifth. Um, fourth is McLaren. All of us put them fourth. Um, Joshua, what do McLaren need to do to, to break into that top three? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I genuinely, unless there's some massive changes across the season, um, I don't think there's much they can do. Like, really, I don't think there's anything that they, significant they can do. They got, they got beaten by Ferrari in a 
season where Lando, half a season where Lando dominated and still couldn't get that third. They won a race. I th- yeah, I don't think they come. They come. They touch the top three, really. Calamo, let's, uh, let's say the cars are even. Um, they're, they're exactly the same on pace. Which driver lineup makes the top three in, in the Constructors' Championship between McLaren and Ferrari for you? Oh, Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari, but only because Ricardo was poor last year and Sainz was... Well, Sainz is one of the most underrated drivers on the grid, along with obviously Charles Faire being a fantastic driver. I, I'd have Ferrari have got the better lineup, but if Ricardo turns up to the level that he has driven up before... There is nothing to say that McLaren couldn't break that mould. It's just I haven't seen enough yet to convince me that's going to happen. Same question to you, Callum. In terms of the driver lineup, uh, yeah. I'd slight like pick between my kids who don't exist, obviously. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. It, again, it's the same with Callum and Ricardo not in good form from last season. but And again, if he starts the season poorly because of the whole COVID thing, You'd have to say Ferrari, but it's it's going to be tough. I don't think McLaren can do much more. They've got great drivers. They've got a, a seemingly great car. It's just that there are three teams who have got slightly better cars than they do. So, uh, again, who knows, though, you know, that we all thought they'd finish third last season and then they ended up kind of bottling it and finishing fourth. So maybe the opposite happens this time around. Mm. And uh, last year, McLaren were, were more inconsistent as well, I suppose you could say, in terms of where they were finishing. And that's probably down to Ricardo. Whereas Ferrari, while they weren't up there, they were always finishing inside the top 10 and, and fairly, fairly easily inside the top 10. Um, Joshua, I'll put the same question to you. Just give us give us an answer in, in kind of one word, if you can. McLaren. McLaren. Fair enough. Right, let's move on uh, to our top three. In third, we've come out overall with um, Red Bull. Um, myself and Joshua have put them second. The two Callums have been third. Um, so another case of the Callums versus everybody else. Um, Joshua, I'll come to you. What what puts Red Bull second for you? Max, quite simple. Like, um, I, I don't like saying it, but he has got some great ability. He is the, he is the uh, world champion. Um uh, I, th- I think ultimately that drags them, that drags them just over over the line of, of Ferrari. And uh, speaking of Ferrari, um, third for me and uh, me and Joshua, uh, Callum O's put them second. Um, Callum M, you've also got them as your constructors champions. Is it again just a case of this is Ferrari's year? Yeah, I, I, again, it's any one of these three can take it, but maybe it is Ferrari's year. Do they have the best driver lineup on the grid as we were just hearing? Yeah, quite possibly. And I do, I hate to say it, kind of Sergio Perez might just drag Red Bull down a bit. Uh, You know, obviously Max was champion last year, but Red Bull finished second in the Constructors. That was largely because Perez was sacrificed so much uh, towards the end of the season to help Max. They ended up kind of throwing away the Constructors. So... Yeah, there's that part of it. And again, with Russell at Mercedes, we don't quite know what's going to happen there. Whereas with Ferrari, there feels to be a bit more solidity, I guess you could say. But uh, again, yeah, it's it's anyone of those three's game. And Callum, you were thinking similarly as well. You've got them second. You've got Ferrari beating Red Bull. What, what's that down to for you? Um, just, yeah, the fact maybe Perez and, well, Perez and Verstappen isn't as good as, as good of a lineup as, Charles and Carlos, and the fact that cars look very even, I think Ferrari will just edge Red Bull. 
And then in terms of our, our top two, um, we've gone with, so we've got Red Bull third, we've got Ferrari second, and then Mercedes in first. I don't think there's too much more we need to discuss there. Myself, Joshua and Callum O uh, have them winning the championship. Callum M has them second. And we've already talked about how we think Ferrari uh, will take the constructors and, and Leclerc will take the title. So, so that's all down to that. So let's wrap up then uh, with our wild predictions for the season. Something that might not happen, something that could happen, something funny, um, something that's just a little bit different. Um uh, Joshua, we'll come to you first. Why not? Let's hear your, your wild prediction this season. Uh, I said Nico Hulkenberg will race once this season. Um, <laughs> I mean, That's not wild. <laughs> it's happened before. Why can't it happen again? Um, it'll be just fun to see. Well, not fun to see that someone's asked to miss a race, but <laughs> I think I think for me, for me to have that that has seat over over Magnuson. So I'd like to see him race. Calamo, what about yourself? What have you gone for for your, your out of the blue one for this year? Uh, I've, I've got two. I've got Lewis Hamilton to win his eighth championship and then retire, and Sergio Perez to be dropped. Ooh. Callum, that's got a crew. Got to go <laughs> Callum M, talk us through that one. You're just doing that to wind me up, aren't you? Honestly, <laughs> Jesus. And, uh, and um, what, what makes you think he'll be dropped? Just you know, I just, old, I, I think he'll results. be, um, he'll just be too far for Stappen. Um, Helmut Marko will lose his head in numerous interviews about the fact they aren't the best team. And let's be honest, they're not going to kick Max out. So yeah. could, Perez could, um, could struggle. Makes sense. It makes sense. Um, in terms of uh, my one, I uh, obviously backed Sebastian Vettel in what was probably a wild prediction last year, even though it was supposed to be a serious one. Um, so I'm going to back him again this year. Uh, last year, he was obviously on the podium. This year, Sebastian Vettel is going to win a race. We always have a random race winner every year. Um, so that's my wild prediction for this one. Um, and it's definitely going to happen. I, I can already see Callum's in a, in a kind of Aston Martin coloured green shirt. So, so you clearly think it's going to happen. <laughs> you know what that actually could, it, it could because there is a wild winner every year I guess you know we had who would have thought that Ocon would have won last year or Gasly exactly. the year before so will it be Seb yeah, maybe not I'd, I'd rather back someone like Alonso or Gasly again to win a race but you know I mean this shirt is not an indication that I'm an Aston <laughs> fan just so, so the viewers know <laughs> And uh, your, your wild prediction as well, Callum? Uh, I have a slightly depressing one, and it's perhaps not so wild, but I believe that this could be Hass's last year in F1. Uh, even though I think the results will improve, you know, there's always rumblings that Gene Hass isn't happy, that he's, he's not happy with the progress that's been made or lack thereof. And uh, with news that Andretti wants to bring a, an F1 team in in the next couple of years, I think we could see Haas leave and Andretti come in next season. Uh, I don't think Andretti will buy the Haas team. I think they'll try and form their own thing. But uh, it would be a shame to see them go. They've had some really great moments. It'd be a shame to see Gunther Steiner go. I think he's everyone's favourite team principal. So, yeah, and especially without the Eurocali sponsorship, they're going to struggle financially. So... Sadly, I think Haas, this is going to be the beginning of the end for Haas. Mm. Good to end the podcast on a happy note, eh? <laughs> <laughs> 
Just edit yeah. it around, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put Vettel's win in at the end, and and then yeah. yeah. Um, but Joshua, I think I think it would be would be a shame to see Hasco, wouldn't it? You know, like Cam said, some good moments in, in the last few years. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's obviously not without their controversies and not without their sort of the sad moments. But yeah, I think I think it'd be yeah, it'd be a shame to lose Steiner, as, as we've said. It's and I thought obviously the sort of, they'll leave a bit of legacy with. With Grosjean and um, that miracle, they survived that crash. So good and bad moments for them, but especially yeah, we'll be sad to lose another team if, if it happens. You mm. never know. Maybe maybe we'll see 11, 11 teams in in a few years' time. Mm. I think uh, I might change my world prediction with with ag- agreeing with Callum saying that Hass are going to go, and then Gunter Steiner and uh, Christian Horner are then co-team principals of Red Bull. I think that that would be quite funny. Um, or Toto Wolff alongside Christian Horner would, would also be quite funny to see. Um, no, Toto Wolff alongside Gunter Steiner. God, Horner and Wolff would never get on, would they? Oh, um, but yeah, that'd be quite funny. Cool. I'd so that's pretty. You. Yeah. So I'd love to see Gunther Steiner tell Max Verstappen he's a wanker after a race. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay good money to watch that. <laughs> oh, that would be brilliant. That's a better way to end the pod, Callum. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> oh, dear. I think, should we have that as our joint, joint the four of us, our wild prediction is going to be that that's going to happen. <laughs> Let's go for it. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, thank you very much to, to the uh, four of you, uh, the three of you for coming along and, and joining me. We've, uh, we're just approaching um, an hour, so I think we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. Those are our predictions for the season. As always, cannot wait till December already to, to have a look back and see me and Josh make a fool of ourselves. Um, or maybe the two Callums. Um, so it's, it's going to be Josh versus the Callums again after Abu Dhabi, um, which is going to be certainly interesting. And to see if Charlotte Claire wins the championship as well will, will be even more interesting as well. So yeah, thank you very much to the three of you. Um, Josh has been doing a great job with our social media recently. So if you haven't started following that, please do. Um, they're on screen at the moment if, if you're watching. Um, I'm sure if you're listening on the podcast, um, the four of ours will be on there as well as you know, all the podcast stuff. We're on Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Snapchat as well, Josh. And yes. Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, because um, why not? We've got a Facebook page now. We've got we're, yeah. we're, we're everywhere. <laughs> we're so massive. I think, uh, all all of all of them are lights out pod underscore, aren't they? Most of the, yeah. Or if yeah. not, we'll, we've got links. We've got links to them on on our platform somewhere. So you'll, awesome. you'll find us. Perfect. Well, thank you very much to the three of you for joining us. Um, hope you all enjoy the race on Sunday, as well as everybody listening. It should be a good one. Um, let's hope we're not sitting here this time next week with absolutely nothing to talk about. But I'm sure we will be, um, as there always is, something to talk about within Formula One. So, yeah, thanks to the three of you for joining me. If you're on YouTube, make sure to give the video a like, subscribe, share it with your mates, all that good stuff. Um, and if you're on the podcast apps, do whatever you can do on there. I think follow or subscribe or leave us a rating whatever you can do will be massively appreciated and we'll see you after Bahrain thank you very much for listening we'll see you later bye bye and stop